Boston Celtics finally brush off the missed three-pointers. They start attacking the basket. Jalen Brown goes off for 23 in the fourth quarter, and the Celtics win. The Celtics win. I'm talking about it right now in a bonus Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team, step back. We gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I'm here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast, even on Christmas Eve, dropped directly to your device if you are a subscriber. So make sure you are subscribed on all podcast platforms, even on YouTube. Join the community in the YouTube comment section. Lots to talk about after the Boston Celtics win uh, at home, breaking a three-game losing streak. Beating the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. And I've written a book called The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. And, uh, you know, Merry Christmas to people who are celebrating. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this as you get ready for the holiday. Maybe people are coming over. Maybe people are coming over on Christmas Eve. Maybe you're, uh, that's what I'm doing. So I get to celebrate with my family after the Celtics beat the Minnesota Timberwolves. 121-109. Up and down game, back and forth. The Celtics doing the same thing that they had been doing over the course of the uh, th- this losing streak, this funk that they've been in. Play great, play like crap. Play great, play like crap. Come out to a big lead, give up a much bigger run, and go fall behind at the end of the first quarter. Come back, fall behind again. And the Celtics just had that little, that little uh, kind of circuit going over and over and over again uh, until the third quarter the Celtics had a run they made a run they were up five and then they were down two I think it was up five down two somebody in the, I could hear it at the garden behind me somebody saying we're up five and now we're down two they were like upset about it then Al Horford hit a three-pointer these were two clutch clutch baskets from Al Horford hits a three-pointer uh, then later on the Celtics are down he hits a buzzer beating three-pointer Celtics going to the fourth quarter up And I think that right there is a key turning point in this game where I think if Minnesota had gone into the fourth up, they would have had some momentum. They're, you know, a young team not playing. uh, They didn't have a lot of uh, of their regular players, so they were shorthanded. And if they had gone into the fourth quarter with some of that momentum, I think that might have been a different story. But those two three-pointers from Al Horford, who hit five of ten from three, Big shooting night from him. Nice to see him snap out of that funk. He had 17 points and 11 rebounds. That was that was a big deal. Uh, Jalen Brown took over in the fourth quarter with 23 points. He finished with 36. Uh, the He hits a three-pointer early on, a minute into the quarter. He looks down at himself. He yells something, and after the game, funny moment, he said, um, I asked him, I asked him, what did you say? And he said, well, I promise, you know, my mom says I can't curse anymore, so I can't tell you what I said. Then later on, he actually curses, and he's like, oh, I'm in trouble now. Uh, that was that was a really funny moment. Like, I was literally, like, holding back uh, some, some hard laughter there. 
But J, JB goes off for 23 in that, in that fourth quarter. He hits that three-pointer, and that kind of unlocks something. But the beauty of that fourth quarter is that, yeah, he hit three of six from three in the fourth quarter, but his other five baskets were all at the rim, and he hit four for four from the line. So not only did he get four shots at the rim, uh, some layups, uh, some dunks, and at the end, a dunk. He was supposed to be a dunk, but I think his legs were gone. and He missed the dunk, but he got his rebound and put it back in. He might have been. He might have come in from out of bounds, but regardless, um, he finished that off. And but five five buckets at the rim, and then four free throws. So we got fouled uh, in in the attacking. The attacking is the thing that's getting me. Uh, how many times have I said it? How many times have I said it on this podcast? Attack. Forget the missed three pointers. Just keep attacking. It doesn't matter if you miss three pointers. You can still win if you miss three pointers if you keep attacking and that's exactly this is the exact game that I was talking about when I've said all that stuff after the game I asked Jalen Brown the attacking the basket what does that do for the team in fact here I'll play you my whole question and his answer Jalen it seemed like getting to the rim getting to the paint was a huge driver in not just your success but everybody Derek White was getting to the rim everybody was getting to the rim um, how important is it to, to have that feeling of attacking and being successful? And, and what is it that, that makes you guys get away from that sometimes? Um, I think you're right. I think when we get to the basket, when I get to the basket, I think that's this year is when I found a lot of my success. Um, sometimes I guess we get away from it um, because uh, it feels like we got open shots or, or maybe we're, you know, um, overthinking the game a little bit. I'm not really sure, but I think you're right. I think getting to the basket, getting to the paint creates openness for everybody, you know, um, to be able to create even more open shots. So I think we should do that a lot more, like get to the basket. It's as simple as that, right? you got to attack more. That's where he's had the most success. He's had the most success by attacking first and then getting the, the three-pointers to go. And they get away from that a little too often. And like like you said, overthink sometimes. Maybe get a little too comfortable sometimes. Maybe this is the thing that gets them to say, you know what? Attack first. The priority should be layups, free throws, then three-pointers. Not three-pointers and then play off of that. This is It's like in football, you run the ball to set up the pass. You get to the rim. You get to the lane to set up your three-pointers because after you get to the rim, then you're going to suck in the defense. Then you're going to get the kickouts, which the Celtics did in this game, and then they're going to start getting some three-pointers. The Celtics overall still didn't shoot well, but guys started to pick it up. Like I said, Al Horford was 5 of 10 from three. Okay, overall, not great. 13 of 46, they shot less than 30% again. But Marcus Smart was 2 of 2. He missed the next two, but 2 of 4 overall. Derek White, 0 for 3. He's been 0 for 3 for the last four games from 3, but 8 of 13, so 8 of 10. All of those coming at the rim, again, uh, getting to the line three times. For the first two and a half quarters, Derek White was the Celtics' best player. He was the leading scorer through two and a half quarters. Literally at the halfway point of the third quarter, he was the Celtics' leading scorer because he was aggressive. He was attacking. And I asked, uh, I asked Joe Mazzulla after the game, the mentality. Derek White has been in a massive, massive, massive 
slump. For him to come out and put all of that behind him and still be over three in this game and not let a, let that affect him, that was huge. When when the guys aren't hitting, you had guys like like Abby mentioned, Derek, Jalen attacking the basket there. Yeah. I mean, the the slump is obvious, but the mentality, that mental toughness to turn it on in a fourth quarter after all of this. Yeah. That does have to say something about. No, it's, it's 100% right. And I thought our guys did a great job of that. And I think that what we saw in the second half of last game and we saw tonight is, you know, our, the best version of our team. And, you know, we just have to commit to that night in and night out. Like, if we're physically and mentally tougher and we work at it, the talent and everything else will take care mm -hmm. of itself because we have that. And so you're 100% right. Like, um, I said that to the guys after the game. The best thing I thought we did was we, we just made tough plays. And driving to the basket and finishing with contact is a tough play. Passing the ball when the guy, when you don't have a layup, is a tough play. Getting 20 offensive rebounds is the tough play. And I thought we did that. D. White sets the tone early on. He's aggressive. He's attacking. Celtics go into the half, still down, still, still not feeling great about where they are. Third quarter, Jason Tatum wakes up, 15 points in the third quarter. The story after the half is going to be the Jays, Jason Tatum in the third, Jalen Brown in the fourth. They combined for 66 points overall. They did what star players do, but I got to give Derek White some love, especially since one of the big storylines over the past couple of days has been what's wrong with Derek White? What's, what's he, uh, how can he get back to uh, get back on track? And he said, you know, I've been, I, I haven't been involved in the last few games. So we came out, Jason Tatum said, said after the game, I told him to be aggressive. Talks about how much he loves playing with Derek White. So Derek White is, is in a lot of ways, if we do hockey, they do three stars of the game. And the three stars are Derek White, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown in that order. But I don't want Derek White's game to be lost in, in what was Jalen Brown's night in the fourth quarter. Uh, Tatum in the third quarter, again, aggressive, attacking the basket. Celtics played pretty good defense. They ran off of misses. They ran off of uh, steals. They ran off of makes. My big turning point, the, the, the fourth quarter where they pulled away, the Celtics got a backdoor cut from Jason Tatum. Cuts work. Cutting, cutting, cutting the basket works. Do it more. We saw it work. Cut to the basket, get to the rim. Tatum cuts back door, gets a dunk. Celtics run off a of make. Jalen Brown gets a dunk. Then Jalen Brown cuts back door, gets a layup. Boom, boom, boom. All of a sudden, the Celtics have a 10-point lead. They don't relinquish the double-digit lead after that. As simple as that. So, is it the best win of the season? No, it's not. Is it even a pretty win? No, it's not a pretty win. But one thing after the game, the guys were saying, they needed this win. This was a win they desperately needed. And after the game, now if they had lost this game, they probably wouldn't have said anything. They wouldn't have said, oh my God, we needed this win and we didn't get it. <laughs> they just would have blown it off. But now that they got the win, they can say, yes, we needed this win. And they did need this win. They needed to pull through. They needed to gut this out. They, they're not always going to play well, and that's fine. It's fine if they don't always play well. I'm not, I'm not going to criticize a team for not playing well. I mean, we can talk about, oh, they, did, they had this stretch, which wasn't great. They had that stretch, which wasn't great. 
But as Joe Mazzula said, they, you'll have stretches where, hey, we're going to suck for these few minutes. And that's true. You're going to suck for these few minutes. You can get past that, though. The overall lesson from this game, the big thing that I want this team to take away is, hey, when we are aggressive and we attack the basket, hit the paint, good things happen. Good things happen when we do that. And everything flows off of that. And you can have a 28, 29% shooting night from three and still win if you're getting to the rim. If you start saying, hey, it's not passing up good shots. It's early in the shot clock. Let's just get to the rim. Let's just focus on attacking first. Let's see if we can't get a bucket. And that's this is, I'll, I'll end on this. They have an open three. Teams say this, players say this all the time. You had an open three-pointer early in the shot clock, 20 seconds ago, and they say, hey, it's an open three. This is exactly what we would be working for when, you know, when we run our offense. I, I, I just have to push back on that because exactly what you're working for on offense is layups. The first thing that you're working for on offense is layups. Three-pointers, and this team especially, this Celtics team can get three-pointers basically anytime they want. So if they take an early one and say, well, it was a good shot. We work hard to get shots like that. They can get those shots. Maybe, maybe sometimes not quite as open. Sure. But they can get open looks. This team is fantastic. The best in the league at generating wide open looks. They get them all the time. So don't tell me that that's the shot that you want to take because it was open. Get into the mindset. Take the lesson from this game. Even if you've got the open three-pointer early on, just attack, just probe, just see if you can't get to the line, see if you can't get to the rim, maybe get an and one, maybe draw a foul, do something. And if you can't, work it around and get the three-pointer later. You are a good offense. You've got great passers. You've got guys with gravity. You can get that three-pointer any damn time you want. So don't settle for it right away. Attack the basket. You can get three points attacking the basket and getting the free throw. You can put the other team in the bonus, and you can pile up a lot of points that way. And then when they collapse, you can kick out and start taking your three-pointers. I hope that's what they get from this. That's what they should take from this. Attacking the basket worked. It beat the Timberwolves. Now, Christmas Day, Milwaukee Bucks. That's going to be a fun game. In fact, I didn't even check the standings because... The Celtics, I was so focused on the Celtics and what they were doing. I know that the Milwaukee Bucks were having trouble, and they lost to the Brooklyn Nets. So a quick look at the standings tells me that the Boston Celtics are back in front. 23 wins, 23 and 10. Milwaukee is 22 and 10. The Celtics, first team in the league to 23 wins. So that's a battle for first place on Christmas Day. That's going to be fun. I will be here. I will be here post game. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Watch the show on YouTube. And if you are a subscriber, please share the podcast. Tell your friends and family, especially if they're coming over for Christmas or some holiday dinner. That would be awesome if you share the podcast. Play it for them and tell them it's the Lockdown Celtic Podcast. Here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.